Is Childhood's End an example of the serious science fiction you've been hoping sci-fi would produce? Welcome to the TV-holic previews, where we help you find the prime in prime time by checking out new shows and letting you know ahead of time which ones are worth watching. I'm Jason the TV-holic, and on this episode we are taking a look at Sci-Fi's new miniseries, Childhood's End, which is an adaptation of the novel by the same name written by Arthur C. Clarke and published in 1953. The novel is hailed as a revolutionary work of science fiction which follows the peaceful alien invasion of Earth by the mysterious overlords, whose arrival begins decades of apparent utopia under indirect alien rule, but at the cost of human identity and culture. It has quite a large cast, even though ultimately it feels sort of small, given the nature of the story being told. But a few of them that the story mainly revolves around, or that you may recognize from other things, are Mike Vogel. Most recently, he played Barbie on CBS's Under the Dome. Here he plays Ricky Stormgren, who gets chosen by the alien overlords as the go-between between them and the people of Earth. Daisy Betts plays his fiance slash wife, Ellie. She most recently was seen as Ginny on NBC's short-lived The Player, and had a stint playing Rebecca Jones on NBC's Chicago Fire, and was on ABC's short-lived The Last Resort before that. Charles Dance plays Corellin, the alien overlord in charge of Earth. He most recently was Tywin Lannister on HBO's Game of Thrones. Cole Meany plays media tycoon Wainwright. He most recently played Doc on AMC's Hell on Wheels. Julian McMahon plays Dr. Rupert Boyce. He's probably best known as Dr. Christian Troy on FX's Nip Tuck. And Yael Stone plays Peretta, a woman who, even with the aliens coming and the rest of the story around her, has not lost her faith. She is best known as Lorna from Netflix's Orange is the New Black. There are some others that play into the story that we follow. We follow a couple having a child later on and a scientist who seems to be one of the last with any scientific curiosity as to what's going on. And the story was adapted by Matthew Graham, who is the executive producer and writer here. He best known as the creator, executive producer and writer of BBC's Life on Mars and its sequel series Ashes to Ashes. Also, executive producers are Akiva Goldsman who was an executive producer and writer on Fox's Fringe, as well as a movie producer on films like Jonah Hex and I Am Legend, and also Michael DeLuca, who has mainly been a movie producer on films like The Social Network and Moneyball. And the miniseries is directed by Nick Huron, who most recently has directed episodes of Minority Report, Fortitude, Sherlock, and Doctor Who. Given the pedigree of the book from which the story comes and the people behind it and this being one of the first big things announced for sci-fi with their new move over the last year or so into getting into more 
serious science fiction. I was kind of excited for it. I'm excited for any kind of new science fiction. And the little bit that I knew of this going in, which was very little because I've never read the book, and I don't like to go into a show knowing too much, which is also why I try and keep these previews spoiler-free. But it makes it also really hard to tell you why I didn't really like this. But I'll do my best. I personally found it to be slow and boring, and maybe it's because I missed something along the way, but ultimately I didn't get the point. I'm fine with a series telling a, a slow, methodical story, if the characters and the story are interesting, or if it's being told in an interesting way, at least a peaceful invasion of Earth by aliens isn't the story we normally see, so that was interesting to me. But I didn't really find the characters to be all that interesting, or the way the story was being told to be all that interesting. I've seen all three parts, and it just lost me along the way as to what was happening and why. One of the things that really bugged me, especially in the beginning of it, is, well, not just the opening sequence that really I find to be a little too spoilery, I think, for where things are going. But in addition to that, you have this peaceful invasion where you're just told that things are happening. You don't see how it happened. You don't get any of that information. You're just supposed to believe the aliens showed up and this event took place over here and they did this and they did this other thing but you never really see any of that so you don't know how it is that they do things you do see some of their abilities of what they their technology or whatever can do right there in the opening or in the past the original opening sequence to the opening invasion but another thing that bothered me was that it seems to set up rules for how things work. And then later on, things work differently. And there were a few times where I was like, wait, what's going on now? Because it didn't make sense to me. And also, if what was happening then was possible, then it made no sense as to why things had been going along and been happening the way they had previously, because this way seems so much easier. Well, not to get too spoilery, but like, I'll just say an event, a pretty major event that takes place in the third part. I believe it's the third part. It's all running together as one long episode as I watch part one and two in one setting and then part three the next day. But this major event happens. And again, based on how we've seen things take place and the uh, aliens' abilities to do things, it makes no sense that this would take place or that it would actually happen. And in addition to that, I never really felt the loss of human identity and culture that the story purports. For such a worldwide event, the focus on just a handful of people, for the most part, makes it feel small. And you don't really see these people doing much of anything or doing anything with other people or seeing what's happening with other people on a major scale it seems like i don't know it seems like much more would be happening as i mentioned i also i didn't like the opening scene which basically gives away the ending especially 
since the journey to get to that ending, I didn't feel was worth it. While there is a definite conclusion to the story, which is nice, it left me feeling that I had just wasted four plus hours watching. And as I said, I've never read the book, and so don't really know how faithful an adaptation this is. But if that book is such a classic, you might want to just read it and skip the miniseries. Or if this is a faithful adaptation of it, it would make me wonder how it became such a classic. But mostly I'd say you might be just better off watching the premiere of The Expanse, which follows it on the same night. I went into this with high hopes, but ultimately came out sort of bored. And oddly enough, while I obviously don't recommend it, and did feel like it was a waste of time, I wouldn't say that I hated it. There was some interesting things about it, and there's an interesting premise, obviously, there that I would have liked to have seen explored more as to what that meant and had more people questioning this. I think maybe that's it, is that ultimately everybody just was like, oh, this is so great. And relatively quickly, I don't know, there was something about it. But anyways... Childhood's End premieres Monday, December 14th, with Part 2 playing on Tuesday the 15th and the conclusion on Wednesday the 16th. As always, we'll post the trailer and a link to the official site in the show notes at tvholic.com slash previews slash Childhood's End. And are you excited for Childhood's End? Have you read the book? I would definitely be interested in your opinion if you have read the book and end up watching. Let me know if you're planning on watching it or if you end up do watching it, what you thought of it, you can always drop a comment in the show notes or hit me up on Twitter at the TV Holic. And until next time, this has been the TV Holic Previews, Childhood's End. Mm-hmm.